The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, Rick Santorum and his daughter Elizabeth share how their lives were changed because of a special needs child. The journey that we took with Bella uh, was a journey to understand the beauty of sacrificial love. Learning to cherish the dignity and value of every life. So I'm looking at her and I said, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, help this little one on her faith journey to God, but I just know that everything I'm going to learn about our Lord is going to come from her. That sounds like a family reception. Uh, I'm James Robinson. My wife Betty and I welcome you to life today. This is a nonpartisan meeting. You understand that? It's a pro-principle, pro-God, pro-family, pro-freedom, and uh, pro-love God and one another. How about love your neighbor? Is that good? We have an incredible book that I'm holding up with a beautiful little girl. Her name is Bella. And uh, there's actually a comment here how a little girl transformed our family and inspired a nation. And in fact, she has. Because everyone I know that's ever met Bella or ever listen to the family talk about Bella. Well, it's hard for them not to tear up, not because they're so sad, but because they're so amazed at what a little girl did. Senator Santorum and his daughter Elizabeth here with us. Of course, he wrote the book with his wife, Karen, and she's absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. I want you to welcome this wonderful father and daughter talking about her little sister and about Bella. Would you welcome them to life today? <laughs> the title of the book is Bella's gift, and we're going to talk about it. I want to say something to you, Senator, and I want to say something to America. I have made it very clear, so I want to make sure you hear it. I don't endorse candidates or parties. I endorse principles and character and encourage strength and encourage building on a, what Jesus called the solid rock foundation of truth that's unshakable so we can withstand the storms of life. But I want to say something about this man. Now, understand I'm an evangelical Protestant Christian. He's a Catholic. Let me tell you something. Rick Santorum knows Jesus and loves Jesus. He loves his family and he loves this nation. I'm going to say something that I could wish could be said of me, and I think all of us would like to hear it. This man is a man of character and strength and conviction and legitimate concern for what's best for others and true humility as much as anyone I've ever known. Now, you could only hope and pray that in this great nation that we would have men like this in the highest offices in the land representing us or in our community because of the strength of character in Rick Santorum. Would you just say thank you, God, for a man who loves you and loves others? Elizabeth, I love your dad and I admire him. You like that guy? You know, I always say I, I love traveling around with my dad, and I, you know, I, I don't think I would be doing it though if I didn't wholeheartedly believe that, you know, not only do I agree in all the principles he stands for, but he's just an amazing dad. He's an amazing person, and you know, his character is unshakable. When you all talk about, and I know that meant the world to him, when you talk about Bella's gift, what comes to your mind when you think about 
Bella's gift. I know you see her as a gift, but when you think Bella's gift, what comes to mind, Sandra? Well, I'm just trying to reel in all these things, nice things that everybody said about me. I appreciate that very, very much uh, coming from you. Um, And of course, coming from my sweetheart. Um, Bella's gift is is so many fold. One of the the things that um, I always comment on the book, and this was Elizabeth's idea who helped write the book with us. She was one of the co-authors of the book is that every chapter of the book, there's 18 chapters, and every one of those chapters begins with the word love. Because in the end, Bella's gift was teaching us how to love uh, perfectly the way Christ loves us. And in fact, the book starts out with uh, Elizabeth talking about, um, in the Bible, the four different words for love. And the journey that we took with Bella uh, was a journey to understand the beauty of sacrificial love. Every parent has a, who has every parent, children require some level of selflessness, some level of sacrifice. You, when you get married, your life changes. When you have children, you have a whole new life. <laughs> and, and it is about serving and giving. All children are like that. But when you have a, a special needs child, and only parents that have a child that is special needs, that needs 24-7 care, that you just pray every day that she'll be there the, the morning when you wake up. That is a different kind of commitment and love that just uh, requires you eventually to just be s- completely self-giving. It's, it's transformational. And it's painful, and it's hard, and it's tiring, and it's embracing the cross and feeling all those splinters hitting you. But in the end, it's transformative. It's bound to affect, your, that, that kind of love is bound to affect you when you run into strangers even. I mean, and people, all the people you meet outside the home. The, uh, a lot of people who uh, knew me before, uh, before Bella <laughs> and after Bella uh, have mentioned the words that sort of gentled my condition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was like James, you know. <laughs> I'm so much softer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, you know, we're, we're f- you know, full of the spirit sure. and fire, uh, f- fire and, uh, you know, Je- and Bella has, uh, has, you know, the fire is still burning, but it's not burning other people. It really is, and it's a, it's a warm fire, and it, is, it comes out, and I just pray it'll really just spread where all of us love God and really love our neighbor and our families and other people's families. You use those references. He talked about the four expressions of love, but you referenced agape. What does that mean to you when you're thinking about Bella and agape love? You know, when uh, when I was writing the introduction, I, I kept coming back to the word that we said is just characteristic of her. People are always asking us, you know, what can Bella do? What does she offer the world? And I said, it's simple. It's love. And so I said, so I need to talk about what type of love it is. And, you know, are the... The Greeks had many different words for love. They had, you know, storge, philia, um, and agape is the highest form of love. It's what the love he talked about, which is self-emptying. And, you know, I remember when Bella was born, I talk a little about this in the introduction, uh, my parents asked me to be her godmother. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at her and, you know, she's so vulnerable. She's born, she's a little preemie, she's born three pounds, 11 ounces. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just so precious, so small. And uh, I thought, you know, this child, this perfect little girl, we have no, lo- no idea how long she'll be with us, right? Bella was born with an extra 18th chromosome. And the doctors told us she- that she was incompatible with life. 
So I'm looking at her and I said, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, help this little one on her faith journey to God, but I just know that everything I'm going to learn about our Lord is going to come from her. Mm -hmm. I have nothing that I can teach her because ultimately it, the greatest gift she gives us every day is loving us well. You know, when Betty and I saw the needs of the world, we wanted to put loving arms around them and we knew the only way to do it would be to do it as, a, as the body of Christ. And so we have a hope for the world that they will see the love of God in us. But when Bella began to, to temper you and, and really strengthen you and you wrote the book, what, what is your hope that will come from the book? And I pray that all of our viewers get the book. Uh, to understand the dignity of, of all human life is um, really, people ask me, um, I ran for president four years ago, and you know why someone like me who, in, in the world of politics, I'd have been the last person to actually think about running for president because I had lost my last race. Nobody loses their last race and turn around, oh, I think I'll run for president. <laughs> uh, but I did, and this little girl was part of the reason is that, uh, you know, I saw a, a world that, uh, with a new healthcare system that was government orchestrated, run and budgeted, uh, would not treat over time, not immediately. I knew this would not be an overnight type of deal. But over time, government run healthcare systems look more at budgeting resources for what people can do and utilize, you, you know, have optimization of, of dollars to, uh, to help people who are, have lived more useful lives. And when you get involved in the world of the disabled, which we do, with, and particularly this particular disability, you learn about people all over the world and, and we heard horror stories mm -hmm. of the denial of care because they didn't see these children as being able to do anything. They're not useful. It's not a good expenditure of dollars. And so it's one of the reasons that, that we really, that I decided, Karen decided, we all decided that we needed to go out and fight this battle. I ended up running into a presidential race and that's how people got to know Bella, because it was during the presidential race, uh, after I'd won the state of Iowa, that uh, Bella got sick. And I suspended the campaign and uh, took a few days off. Just a quick little story we talk about in the book. When we went into the hospital, Bella's heart rate was up near 200. She couldn't breathe. Uh, we were literally, she was hanging on to life. And uh, they brought her in, stabilized her, gave her support, breathing support took a picture of her lungs, and her lungs were completely full of fluid. They mm. diagnosed her with pneumonia. Uh, she had had pneumonia a couple years before and was in the hospital for uh, almost a month and a half and on a ventilator for five weeks. And so we were facing the realistic uh, chance of saying, well, our daughter's either going to die or going to be in a very serious condition for a period of time, and debating what, you know, what do we continue the campaign? What do we do? We just didn't know. We had never crossed that that Rubicon. And, and, but we sent out a notice to people that we were suspending the campaign and we asked people to pray for her. Mm -hmm. uh, and as Karen and I sat in that hospital room for 24 hours, praying and crying and, and searching for what God had planned for us, I, I felt those prayers and, and I saw them. I saw them have an impact on this little girl. This little girl has chronic lung disease. She has narrow passageways. She's, she can't walk. She can't talk. She has very low muscle tone. She doesn't have very productive coughs. Uh, when a little girl like that gets pneumonia, it's not a good scenario. But as I, we sat there at 24 hours and prayed over her, and as many around the world did, yes. the next morning they took a chest X-ray, and her lungs were perfectly Praise clear. And we all joined you.
then that's how I wish we'd join together to pray for what I think is a sick nation. Mm. Uh, you know, one of your friends, it's a wealthy man. That a lot of people, you think they got wealth, they don't love people, but a lot of them really do. But he says we could have catastrophic health care at a minuscule price of what we're doing right now, and, and nobody will have, have to worry. If, if, if we really, do you agree with something that Jay Richards and I said in Indivisible, the book we wrote about the national issues, that there's not anything people created in the image of God can accomplish? No challenge we can't meet. You agree with that? Absolutely. If we would just come and ask God's help, you ask God's help here. As surely as he raised up, you'll go, do you think and do you believe if America would really pray that God might once again raise America up and, and set us, as he says in the psalm, on a solid rock foundation? He, he's already done that. I mean, it, you know, this country has been so blessed and he continues to bless this country, even though in many respects the country is turning away. But uh, I know even though many in the country are turning away, many are praying even more fervently. and and. I, I know you've called for you know a, a revival of this country. That's what this country needs, and uh, I believe it's within us. I, I, I have I have no doubt that if you look at how this country has changed over the past 30, 40 years, it was a small group of people that 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 really were committed to making this country change into something that that uh, was fundamentally different than than our founding vision, and. We have such a large group of people who still believe in that founding vision, yet the problem is they're not as committed. I mean, I, I, I'll just be honest with you. I mean, it's the, the fervor that I see on the other side to transform America is not matched with the fervor to keep, keep this good, wholesome, decent country uh, as that shining city on the hill. And, and it's simply a matter of, of leadership and, and people being motivated uh, to, to go back and, and, and be faithful again, do good. Well, I think, I think Bella inspires that. I think that's the reason you wanted to share it. And Elizabeth, when you know you hear Dad talking about this precious girl and how much he loves his family, but I think you also know he loves this nation and the family. And what, what in your heart, what do you think? I mean, you know, it's no fun for, you know, to have a dad really in a political circle. It's a very uncomfortable place. But when you look at America, what goes on in your heart for the nation when you look at it and you just look out and... What, what do you think? I think I was raised with special parents, you know, in many, in many ways, but I always knew from a young age that this was service. And we all viewed it that way. This was something we did as a family, something we still look at as a family, that every, every American has a responsibility to leave this nation a better place than when they found it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that strongly. Um, I believe, you know, the message that we go out there and all share together, that that's an important one, that we don't do that, you know, uh, whenever he's on the road, we feel like we're supporting him, whether it's at home, you know, helping right. with the family or, you know, out on the road on, you know, shows with you, um, we're all participating in the mission. Um, and, you know, we believe there's so much hope out there. You know, we just need to, we need to be active and we need to share that hope and that vision. As, as Christians, we right. need to, and as Americans, we need to take on that responsibility Absolutely. of reaching out and finding out what our place is in helping. Mm. I always, people always ask me, what do I do? And my answer is always the same, do something. Hmm. And, and it starts with prayer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, always starts with prayer. Uh, but it starts with, with being a witness, you know, be, being, being a witness. Not, I'm not saying you have to go out and preach to everybody. You know, it's, I think what St. Francis says, you know, preach the gospel and if you have to, speak. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. and mm -hmm. and so it's it's just witnessing to the truth. It's not being afraid to stand up and uh, and be politically incorrect. 
to stand up for for God's truth in a, in a time when uh, people are people are hungering for the truth. I mean, in a culture that's just full of of misinformation and lies and deception, uh, just people standing up and and in love, speaking the truth, is is the most powerful witness you can give. I know we don't have much time, but. Please just say a few words about your sweet wife because she's very I was much just say, in the picture she of this is, story. You know, when you know Elizabeth what? was talking, you know, Karen's here with me. I mean, it, 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 it's hard because if any of you, you know, are in a situation where your husbands travel a lot, it's just, it's just, it's a hard life, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. a difficult life. But she knows, and, hope, and as you heard Elizabeth, they know that this is it's a family business. And you know, you're out there, as James did for years, and, and preaching the gospel. Well, I'm not preaching the gospel, but I, I am preaching a, a, di a little different form of good news. Yeah, you're uh, preaching but the gospel. It, but you're it's, preaching good news. Mm -hmm. But it is, it is important to understand. I understand that I could not be here. I could not do anything if it wasn't for, for Karen and what she's her encouragement, her prayers, the fact that I know that our family is strong and 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 fa and, and formed and, and 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 you know faithful and all of the things that that she does in uh, in supporting everything I do, much less the stuff she does out on the campaign trail or, or, or doing the like. So I'm. I'm just very we blessed. We say when they do interviews together that she's the one that needs to talk because she is <laughs> yeah, just the I best. Just, she really is. I'm <laughs> sorry she can't be here. But more she importantly, is, she's the mom of the always kids that she nurtures is. them and, and this precious little girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Karen, let me just say we love you. Would you just say, Karen, we love you and appreciate <laughs> yeah. your support for your family. It is great. I, uh, you know, I don't know even I mean, because we're taping the program before you decided, but uh, you may have made a decision about where, what your next step is. So we'll definitely be praying for you. And one of the things you said to me that Pope Francis said to me is we had a wonderful time together for several hours, that we knew people who were Protestant and Catholic, but they didn't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And you've talked about how important that is because you can be Catholic. You can be Baptist. This little Baptist girl, baptized, <laughs> teaching Sunday school, came out of the choir to meet Jesus. And, right. and, you know, and I was christened and didn't know the Lord. But, you know, we need to know Christ and we need to express that love. And I'm going to tell you something. The love of God's in this little girl. And mm -hmm. so many people would say, well, this little girl should never have been born. That makes me want to lay down on the floor and weep because she's so absolutely precious. Uh, I tell you what we'd like to do, and you can just go online and get the... Uh, the book or go to the stores, but I'd like to send it to you. I'll tell you what I'm going to ask you to do right now. I, I, don't th I, think, I think you're about to be moved very deeply. Only you're going to be moved to see a situation where you can change it, where you can make it indescribably, amazingly beautiful and alleviate indescribable heartache in just a moment. Watch. ແມ່ນຍັງປາປາຮອດຖ່າຍແນ່ຄູມີເກບາວຂ້າວກູກໍໃບຫມຸຍກິລຽງໄດ້ລຽງເຈີງບາວຂ້າວໃຫ້
I understand pain well and I understand loss well. And I know what that feels like to just feel like you're dying inside uh, because there's nothing you can do to change what's happened in your life. I think that's why I'm here at this moment. I feel like this is why God has called me here even at this moment to, um, to ask you if, if it would be you, if you'd be the one to help her will make a huge difference in the lives of, of this precious woman, her children, other families in this village and villages all around the world. We could come in here and drill them a well that would give them water for life. It'll change everything in a moment's time. Please don't hesitate. Don't wait any longer. We need your help. We, uh, we know what it feels like to lose a child. It is indescribable, and I wouldn't have shown you that, and that precious mother holding two other children. If I didn't know, we could stop the continuation of the heartache. We can give those children a future by giving them clean water. We can. And maybe you've had someone in your life very close to you, and you feel the pain that that mother feels. Mm. She's weeping from deep down in her heart. She is, she has other children, but she loves them all so deeply. And she's concerned that she's gonna lose them. But you know what, there's an answer. There is a, a way, there's hope, and that's through drilling the water wells. We can save families like this from having to offer the only thing they have is the diseased water. But we can give them pure, clean water. Won't you join with us? You'll be so blessed as you do. Please do it. Um, we must drill a well right there. Now, I would like to think that there are many of you who'd say, well, I'll tell you what, I'll drill that one. It does cost $4,800 per well, and you must understand that it is that cost because of all of the savings and efforts that our mission workers and relief workers put into it and the fact that you bought all the drilling equipment for all the different rigs. You paid for it. And so they're ready to go. And we know that there's water there that we can get. And, and many of these wells are, are relatively shallow, maybe 200, 250 feet maximum. But sometimes we have to go further, but it averages out 4,800. I think there's someone saying, I want to drill that well right there. I want to give those little children, I want to give them a future. I want to stop the heartache. I can't heal what happened there. She's over that little mound of dirt where her little girl is. Let's not let it happen again. And please know that there are 500 areas like that where the missionaries have taken us to those situations 
Will the missionaries are there filled with love and say, we want to show these village people and these people in this community, in this area, what love looks like. So we want to drill 500 wells, $4,800. Maybe you could give 24 and pray someone joins you, or 1,200 and pray three join you. Most of the money that comes for the wells, for the 500, comes from people who give $48 or $144. 48, 10 people water the rest of their lives. That's an amazing gift. It just keeps giving. 144, 30 people. That's how it averages out. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org and make the gift, use your bank card like a check? Or you can dial the number and use your bank card like a check. You should always use that card that way, like a check. Please do it. If you write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us what you're sending. We want to send you some beautiful gifts to bless you. A beautiful devotional guide, beautiful names of Jesus pins that you have said, we want those because you've used them to witness. And a beautiful Thomas Kincaid painting, a canvas that you will appreciate, already framed. Please right now go online or dial the number and just express not only your heart, but God's heart for precious people like that and so many others that we can help. Thank you for doing it. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease, or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 12 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, clean, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, you'll receive the Everyday A New Day devotional. Broken out into the four seasons of the year, this daily devotional features scriptures, inspirational thoughts, a Bible reading plan, and a place for you to journal each day. With your gift of $100 or more, you may request the Names of Jesus pen set, one inscribed with the names of Jesus found in Scripture, and the other reflecting the gifts of the Spirit. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your secure gift online today. Well, Betty and I, from the bottom of our hearts, say thank you for your help. By the way, if you, if you dial a number and get a busy, be determined. Many people are calling to have prayer. Most of the calls are still people saying, pray for me. But be determined to get through if you can help or go online. If you'd like to have uh, Rick and Karen Santorum's book, Bella's Gift, a beautiful story. In so many ways, it's going to lift you up. I think help you not only focus on Jesus, but focus on others with a greater sense of gratitude and compassion. And so we'll gladly send it to you. You just help us drill water. We want to bless you. We'll send it to you to say thanks. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to Senator Santorum, <laughs> to his daughter Elizabeth, thank y'all, and to Karen. Karen, you're here. God bless you, sweetheart. We love you. God bless you, Senator. God bless all of you. Thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching.
tomorrow. I mow the lawn and I want a hoodie that says, Bob mows the lawn. <laughs> but if we keep making everything yeah. about us, it'll never be about Jesus. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.